We go back at the streets tonight, and we take a walk on the wild side a little bit with our man Bruce. Yeah, Bruce takes us around and brings us all the way throughout the city's street side of Woodside. Yes, we've been there before, but this time Bruce tells us what happens, who are the targets, and who gets hit. We also head over to another area of New York City, over in Chinatown, the older Chinatown. This is the one that's on Canal Street in Manhattan. And we listen in as our guide over there talks to people on the streets, shops, and places, and tells us more about what is happening in that part of the city. It's a different way of looking at New York. Stay safe, everybody. This is Mike of New York. I'm Mike K. Cohen. Ready? Let's go. So we're walking right now with Bruce and his Queens Combat Team as we go around this part of this part of uh, Woodside. I would say um, it ranges from the lower to the middle class and the upper middle also. It's a working class neighborhood. It's a good mix, Hispanics and Filipinos and Asians. you you know everything is okay uh, how safe is it for for people with disabilities or the elderly in an area like this beyond a certain time of night around this time it's not as safe anymore mm -hmm. especially where we're walking now you see it's getting a little darker and thank God it's not fall yet because come October November it'll be dark and and they wait for the train to make a noise wait for the train to make the noise so no one can cry for help. It's all planned. They all know what to do. And there's what we call the tandem. It could be tandem shooting, tandem um, robbing. When they have scooters or mopeds or bikes, mm -hmm. one sits in the back like they do in the Philippines and that's when they make the hit. So it's not as safe. And they do like to pound on the elderly and handicapped. I noticed also they, they sometimes pick like there was a woman with a child a while ago and all that. That's also a common victim, right? Yes. They, they, they'll pick on the, the weak. Mm -hmm. and, and again, I hate to judge, but you know, shorter women, weak, especially Asian women, they're, they're, they're smaller and weaker. Elderly, of course, they're weaker. They could be, you know, athletes back then, like you, military, but handicapped. So they, they pick on the weak. And that's what really 
boils my blood. That's what raises my ire. And, and, and for me, that's why I do this. I hate bullies of any kinds. And I used to fight bullies in, in, in junior high school, high school. So when you, when you see, like, this community, uh, you're Filipino-American, you've, you know, seen this, lived around this area for a long time. Uh, does it mean a lot to you to see the community, you know, kind of struggling right now? Uh, a lot of people are out of work, uh, and, and crime is unfortunately one of the side effects of that. Uh, some people turn to crime out of desperation. Uh, do you think there, there's ways that maybe things could go better if uh, you know certain programs were done to make it, the community a little more self-sustaining? Only thing that can make it better. This is live, people. Uh, we can't control the trains. We're not making this up. We're really out and about. Walking in the streets. Yeah, are we crossing? Wait. Yes, we can walk. So I'm sorry, you were saying? The only thing that can make it better is on the politicians and that the funding of the police made it even worse. And it hurts because, as you said, I'm Filipino-American. I literally grew up here. Um, and I learned Tagalog here. I learned our language here and the culture here. And when I see the pandemic and all the crime and everything, it hit us. And it amazes me when I see some Filipinos, you know, causing the crime. And, and it's nothing we can do about it. And what hurts the most is I asked Filipinos to join me with this crusade, with the Garden Angels, to help fight the crime. And those organizations on um, Facebook, I post up that I need help, and there's some organizations there, I don't know if I'm allowed to say, but they block me from even trying to recruit. And for me, that's ridiculous. But, you know, crime is out there. There's a bit, obviously, because of you know what's happening now the politics so divided and so toxic in this country but staying off of politics you guys aren't political I mean I've been around you for a couple of weeks now talking to you and all that you've never once really talked about any politics of any kind no so basically the angels are apolitical right yes um, we, we try not to mingle with, with politics we're not political we have one just one goal, help the community by keeping them safe. That's it. Even though our founder is running for mayor, no. Once we put on our uniform, our goal is the community. give a listen to Peter Santagano. Peter is a guy who does videos about a world people in media fail to report on. He went to Chinatown and found a lot of things that a lot of reporters, journalists, and well, the center of the media world in New York City seems to have overlooked. The fact that they talk about Asian violence a lot on many of the newscasts and situations where in Asians have become the targets of violence, but they seem to have forgotten that one of the major central hubs of that violence has been the area around Canal Street. In particular, a community condominium that was built primarily to house 
people in the area of Canal Street's Chinatown. Peter Centinello goes into the area, talks to the people, and finds out a lot more. Seems to always have a good thing when you have eyes from outside looking in. Let's hear Peter and what he has to say. Confucius Plaza, is it, what is it, like Chinese people living there? Yeah, the, uh, the condominiums. Oh, condominiums, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. But what, do, what are you saying about crime right now? That crime is going back to the 80s and 70s, the era of the 70s. A lot of crime out here. There's no respect to the elderly, and something has to be done. This the mayor that we have now is a cream puff. A cream puff? A cream puff, along with the government. Okay. They sort on crime. Doesn't matter what age you are, they're getting assaulted, they're getting robbed. 70, 80 year old people out here are getting assaulted and robbed. So it doesn't matter what nationality you are. You're seeing it every day? You see it every day. How are things now in the community? Mm. What, are you, what are your thoughts? My, he, his English are better. He's, uh, he's the guy, Michael. Yeah. Okay, Michael. Yes, how's the, how's the... How is the community right now? What's going on in Chinatown? What are your thoughts? Canal is still struggling. Still struggling? From the East Broadway all the way to the Canal Street. A lot of stores are closed. And even the local is struggling for the business. Gotcha. And okay. uh, this is, uh, we, we're lucky. We have a community, we have the community leader. Uh -huh. And uh, they was uh, called Resync, Resync Food. Okay. You know, they, they gather, collect the money and uh, ask at the restaurant to cook in the food. We do have a very strong community. Okay, here. I got a great postal worker. She can't talk on camera, but thank right. you. Basically, you're saying at night over there, it's, right. it's terrible, huh? And it's scary for the old Chinese people. It's really scary for them. Scary for them? Yeah, yeah. I had somebody ask me for dog spray. And I didn't have Dog spray? Yeah, so, so he can give to his grandmother because somebody hit his grandmother. Uh, yeah. It's pretty bad out here. But daytime, not so daytime, bad. Daytime, it's, it's good. Okay. After five, it's like, it's crazy. All right, stay safe. You too, thank, thank you. Thank you. So you heard it from her. I hate to go negative on this story, guys, uh, but this is, this is the, the pulse I'm feeling. None of these people in uniform can talk on camera. I don't know if it's a policy uh, through the police or the post that was a postal lady. Like there's a policy that says they cannot talk. But these are the people, you know, postal worker, great person to ask how things are because they're on the streets every day. They know it better than anyone, really. So you heard what she said. All right. What's he doing? Every day? Yeah. What the f you follow me? What's wrong with you? The police come? No. No police. What you want? I don't know you. Let them fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So what's the story? What's going on here in Chinatown? During this pandemic, they killed of Chinatown. Chinatown they, looked like wait, a wait, what do you mean? Country. During the pandemic, they killed Chinatown. What do you mean? Yeah. 
I mean the, the economics going always going down right. is that nobody wants to stay in outside. Right. So how do you how you got how'd you guys survive? How'd you guys get through? They cut all the budget. They cut the, the budget. So that's it for us for now. And of course, we want to remind you to please, if you're interested in joining the Guardian Angels and doing something about the situation in Queens or anywhere in the city, you can call Bruce. Uh, Bruce is the leader of the Queens Squad. That is the Queens Combat Team of the Guardian Angels. His number is 718-517-0335. That's 718-517-0335. And that is if you want to join the Guardian Angels, they can place you somewhere with one of the teams growing in the city. And of course, areas like Chinatown, areas in uh, Queens and in Brooklyn all need help, especially with the growing growth of crime. Again, that's Bruce at 718-517-0335. I am Mike of New York, Mike K. Cohen. This has been... Mike of New York, the podcast.